I think the problem with audiences are the people. If you could just separate the two somehow, I think it would make the live uh, performance I'm a lot better. So should we start over? This has been Why? a rambly story, and I'm confused. Okay, we could start over. Okay, let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Reality Blows podcast. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. And this is a podcast all about reality television. Isn't it, Ash? Yeah, and also about us. It is about us. Um, so thank you for listening. Uh, on today's show, we are going to be talking about the finales of Jersey Shore, Family Vacation, and X on the Beach. A big week for finales yeah. on MTV. Yeah, we just thought we'd, we'd have some closing thoughts on them about how we feel about our characters, our favorite friends that we watch every Thursday night on MTV. Wrapping it up the shows. Um, we are recording this from hot as a motherfucker, Bushwick. It's real hot, y'all. Brooklyn. Yo, it's 100 it's, degrees today. It's really hot. Ashley just like stormed in the door and we started recording this podcast. It's uh, evening. It's late night. Is it evening? I it's think so. L- it's yeah. night. It's, it's not night. late night. That would be like 11 p.m. It's, it's night. It's night. And uh, it's still very hot. It's not letting up. Um, and Ash just had to go do some shows that she seems, well, I don't know. I'll let her tell you about them. Well, what was uh, the thing that I wanted to discuss with you before we got on the pod and we said, let's keep it for the pod is this. Uh, basically, guys, I just want to let you know we do not talk unless it's recorded now. Okay, yeah. that's what our relationship has come to. It's our new thing. We uh, we only can talk to each other through microphones. Frankly, I love it. You know what? It's working wonders <laughs> for our relationship. Um, so I'm getting to my show and I am late. So I want to set that up. I'm late. It's hot outside. Um, I'm just feeling like really run over from the heat. Sleepy. Didn't sleep that great last night. Horrible sleep. Horrible sleep uh, because of the heat. So I'm like reluctantly going into this show. There was a bug in our bed last night. You didn't have to tell them that. (laughs) Um, We we still don't know what kind of bug it is. It wasn't a roach. It wasn't a roach. It had wings, but it wasn't. Nick thought it was a wasp, but it was not a wasp. uh, Don't worry. We beat it it to death. Yeah, I beat it to death uh, with a bug. I I softened it up. Nick slapped it with a washcloth. (laughs) (laughs) I softened it up. Ashley did finally find it and take care of it. And I'll tell you who didn't do fuck all (laughs) is that motherfucker... Lily, our cat. I couldn't believe it. She was just chilling, looking at it. She like, was this was fun us. for her. Yeah. I, I don't know if I, she always is chasing little beasts around this apartment, but uh, for some reason, this one, she was like, I'm going to give this one a pass. I don't, I can't recognize it. Maybe it's like another cat. I don't know much. I'm yeah. an indoor cat. She was just staring at it. Yeah. It was, um, it was, it was a, honestly, we've had to deal with a little bump, bump in our relationship. So far, the relationship between me, Ashley, and Lily as a unit has been flawless seamless incredible last night that's a hiccup so i'm going into this show we've got this setup right you can feel my vibe walking into the show i'm late i'm hot i'm sleepy she's talking to you guys and i walk in and the room is packed full audience it's cold in there it's dark people are laughing it feels so good to be in comedy i get very excited about going up the host i walk in the host immediately is like are you cool with going up next i'm like you better believe it, buddy. Put me up there. I go up. 
I have. Ashley talks to everybody like it's the old west or something, <laughs> like, uh, or she's just like swinging something around. I mean, I guess you'll understand what I mean by this, Nick, and and the audience will too after I explain it. But when you're <laughs> late for a show, there's kind of a fear that you're gonna now have to go up last, right? Yeah, you're and you like, know what? Honestly, people think that going up last means that you're the best. When you live in a city where there's a thousand stand-up comedians and 100 stand-up comedy shows to go to at all times, really up last means you're just the last comic. You're the last one to get there or like uh, most people have to leave early. There's, you know, an up last, unless it's a big situation uh, where you're getting paid money and you're doing more time than another comedian, it usually means you have to be there towards the roughest part of the show. Yeah, everyone's tired at that part of the show. They're over it. Anyway, so just being able to walk in and go up next was like um, exciting and... And I go up. I have such a fun set. I will say that this past week I've had some kind of like B sets, some B minuses. And so this really like felt great. You know, it's like one of those sets where you're like, yes, I feel so good. Um, the tag that we talked about in the car on the way to Philadelphia. A about- tag is a little joke after the punchline. The tag that we discussed and we worked out about the dirty laundry. Yes. Applause break. Really? Yeah, people loved it. Wait a minute, the one with the where you flip it back? You the, flip it back. Oh yeah. yeah the yeah. tag that we worked out. Yeah. All right, great. Yeah. And that went great. And mm. then another thing that um, Guys, you'll have to check out Ashley Live and see her <laughs> perform so you can check out that dirty laundry tag. Um, I don't remember, but I think another thing that we had talked about I tried and it also worked. Um, but I do remember I got a pause break on the dirty laundry. So I feel so great. And then I get off stage, half the crowd leaves. Oh, my God. <laughs> Half you know, the crowd It's left. interesting. This has happened to me before where where after you're done, are you the last comedian? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. So after you're done, a bunch of people leave and you feel like you've done well. I, I don't know how to take that as a performer. Because when, you, when people leave after you, there is a knee-jerk reaction that you have walked the room, yes. which means that you have like upset people or that you weren't funny. Or and that so people now they're are just, just over it. People are just like, ah, you know what? I got to go after this. Like, Half the room left. They all seem to be together in one big party. And as they were leaving, they were like, great set. Yeah. So funny. And I'm like... Uh, you guys should stay. I didn't mean to just like roll in here and then yeah. walk half the room. It's almost like your fam that was your family or something. Yeah, it was, they've, they've had enough. It was so strange. Then the um the barker for the show was like, you know, I I apologize. Uh, not I everybody like, writes on uh, HBO's Crashing. Uh, uh, <laughs> you got to explain what a barker is. Um, okay, a barker is someone who is standing outside the venue and they are trying to get people in with their voices, a.k.a. barking, mm. saying, free comedy, come mm. comedy, air conditioning, come see a show, cheap drinks, you know. Right. So that's what a barker is. And they usually do some time as well on the show. So I um, I was talking to the host. I was like, I'm sorry, I don't know what happened. He's like, eh, it happens. And then the barker said, um, they told me they were just coming in here for the air conditioning. Oh. So I was like, that felt kind of good. But still, walking half a room, what? Yeah. Well, honestly, uh, you should have kind of assume that right ash because you're i was there for the air conditioning well no no your demo is warm people (laughs) people who are too warm people who that's my target audience you do very well with people who are uncomfortably warm yeah people who are a little hot so anyway i was just when i was busting in here right i imagine the calves on the people that were uh too hot were wide big calves big sweaty calves you think so were they wearing shorts could you make out their legs khaki shorts big calves yeah yeah 
Um, but so that was the news that I wanted to tell you before we started recording the podcast is that we, um, the tags we worked out worked. Yeah. So that was exciting. Oh, well, that is nice. Nick and I co-headlined a comedy show in Philadelphia um, a couple nights ago at the Good Good Comedy Theater. And part of that was the five hour car ride there and back. So we right. got to talk a lot about jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Two and a half there, two and a half back. But, you know, it was uh, a lot of fun. Uh, thank you to the Good Good Comedy people. Oh, yeah. For real. We had and a lot of we had a lot of fun over there you know not to just dramatically switch gears but we have someone else to thank oh yeah that's true so oh um God. i i think maybe on the way to this show or maybe it was it was last week we noticed that we got another review by the way guys if you're listening to us on apple Podcasts, go ahead scroll down give us five stars on the little review part of it and say a little something nice it really helps our podcast but most importantly it makes Ashley's year. It really does. I'm like, we read this. Not that on I'm the not way. appreciative of it, but Ashley will not stop talking about it. When we read this on the way podcast. to Philadelphia, and I was beaming. I had a pregnant woman's glow. Yeah. Um. This this comment got me pregnant. And this is really nice. So uh, we decided uh, if we get a really nice, funny, thoughtful uh, review, and not that something a little something nice isn't it but if we this is you'll understand you'll understand so go ahead ash if, if you could this is from elena bites my favorite dynamic duo that's the title nick and ashley have it all witty repertory 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 oh man <laughs> ash this is it's repartee okay love of animals fear of flying they make my nightly hikes in southern california what people are listening to us in california that much more enjoyable they've got my tiny house obsessed at the moment they've got me tiny house obsessed at the moment not that we, they're <laughs> we've got their tiny house obsessed we have this person's tiny house obsessed anyway she says some more nice things that i'm all of a sudden very self-conscious about reading but i just want to say elena Thank you. Oh, wow. I can't believe you couldn't get through the whole review. It just, I'm, it's making me blush. Uh, you know what? I think we're going to change up the challenge, guys. She says, I appreciate you so much. I mean, we appreciate you. I want you guys to send in the most heavily worded, tongue-twisting reviews. And then every week, Ashley will be able to read them on the pod. It'll be fun. And then there was one that we never discussed by um, a Johnny who said that I sound like I sound like Caitlin Olson, who I think is from Always Sunny. Yeah, it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, so that's exciting. That is exciting to find out that you have a, a voice doppelganger. I'm into it. Mm. Um, well, thank you for all of uh, the people who have reviewed this show. Uh, yeah. We appreciate it. It helps us out uh, on the old Apple Podcasts app. It, I believe it just boosts our visibility on there. So Yeah, it makes our day, boosts our visibility. Gives the, us a purpose in life. Right. The more people that listen to this podcast, the more podcasts we're about we're able to provide for the people. So, uh, you know, tell a friend, uh, subscribe if you haven't done so. And uh, when we come back, we will be talking about the season finales of X on the Beach and Jersey Shore Family Vacation. Ashley, you're shaking your head at me. I just remembered something else we need to say up top in the house cleaning section of the show. It's housekeeping. Whatever. Guess what, guys? Our episode last week, we had a big bomb to drop. And <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I literally almost just swallowed my tongue thinking about not having to mention this. You guys, I was rolling my eyes when Ashley was stopping. I was giving her a little attitude. I basically checked out, but she's 100% right. We need to clear this up. We have a retraction. We have something we need to take back off the table. Uh, Previously, there was a bomb that was dropped on this podcast. I I believe it was last week. Yeah, it was. Uh, And we kind of talked about it and said we had to to wait to the end of the the show to hear it. And then we dropped it and you know uh immediately following uh posting this podcast i would say minutes after it was posted we got some uh more in- well ashley well, got some more intel yeah janelle who had broke the case um to begin with initially yeah she um she reached out to us and said actually you know i i hate to i hate to interrupt uh, but i did some more digging uh, and chelsco and tori didn't actually uh hook up but he tried to hook up with her so okay. that's the big twist so so tori and chelsco did not have sex correct okay well i guess that's newsworthy as well (laughs) uh guys uh, i don't know if anybody was having trouble sleeping for the past week but uh we either congratulations or regret to inform you yeah we don't know where you landed yeah to our angels go not not hooking up honestly a big big uh, regret for me because yeah. I, I got so much joy out of that for um, some reason. We're actually, we make no money on this podcast as we mentioned before, but we're actually putting somebody on um, our payroll uh, out in LA. Uh, they're going to be doing follow-ups on this case. Um, basically, I I'm I just finished The Staircase on Netflix and I need a new challenge. So if Tori and Chelsko are even in the same vicinity of one another will know and then you know yeah. you'll know yeah so we'll make sure w- there will be updates this is not over it's not over we're gonna start a subreddit totally based on this chelsco tour i i'm gonna call it a conspiracy at this point i think that you're on to something uh i think we're all on to something and i think we're all gonna have a great time when we come back and we talk about those fantastic or horrible season finales tune in to find out stay tuned <laughs> is what you say <laughs> Welcome back to Reality Blows. Hello, people of we Earth. We are now going to be discussing the finales of X on the Beach and the Jersey Shore family reunion. First up, X on the Beach. It's a family vacation. Whatever. Well, it's, okay, you know, okay. It's different. And we're back. Welcome back to Reality Blows. Nick, shut up. <laughs> God, I didn't do anything. We're back, guys. We're having a little trouble over here in Bushnick Studios. We're still working on a new name. Um, it's just too hot. It's just too hot, and we've had a few false starts just because, I don't know, I guess maybe it's the Tori Chelsko stuff that <laughs> we can't get over. But, uh, yeah, we are here. Uh, we are chatting. We're chatting some MTV reality. We're chatting two of our favorite shows, and I'm sure two of your favorite shows as well, and that's The X on the Beach, and that's The Jersey Shore family vacation uh what do you want to start with first ash let's start with x on the beach this was the first season of the american version of x on the beach on mtv and it had a lot of our favorite mtv stars god some of the whoo tori just goes on there I mean, <laughs> you know what's funny? We're talking all this Tora and Chelsea stuff, and then we're like, all right, let's talk X on the Beach. I forgot that that's what show they were from. They, yeah. were, they were living there. So we're actually going to we're gonna embark on what's got to be about 15 minutes of pure Tora and Chelsea. <laughs> or as I've been calling uh, Chelsea 
Wait, are we doing Torsco? Got to do Torsco, Torsco. for Torsco sure. Torsco is way better. Torsco. Torsco. Every day, all the way. <laughs> um, X on the Beach, you know, this was an interesting adventure we went on as viewers. Um, I started off hating it. Then I went to loving it. Then I went to feeling neutral about it. Um, I was all over the map with different characters. I feel like this was a roller coaster for a, a, a show for me. Incredible. Uh, I couldn't believe the roller coaster I was on. And honestly, it's just occurring to me now. Uh, who had the craziest story arc in my entire, uh, in my opinion, in the entire show? Do you have any guesses who I'm going to say? I I mean, if you're going to say Chelsko, then I feel like you're just, you're continuing a joke that feels like it's over. But All right. I hope. All right. That- I'm not going to say Chelsko <laughs> now. But who I am going to say. Angela. Is. Who? The announcer. Oh. At the very end of this thing, at the very end of the show. The announcer makes like a creepy turn and says, and that's it for me. The shit-stirring announcer that you're probably sick of at this point. Boy, why do I have to stir up all this stuff, huh? Well, you're watching it. He does one of those things. And it was a very weird way to end this show. And the announcer, which I believe we've talked about before on the show. We've never talked. Odd. We, well, we've talked about how it's strange to have an announcer and right. a host. Yes. That that feels like an odd choice. Weird. I don't think we've talked about the fact that one night at around 3 a.m., um, I found the announcer's either his Twitter account or his Instagram account. Yeah, I think you it found, was his Twitter. I forgot this, too. You did find... This is oh, the type of research God. we're doing over here, guys. You know what? This is, this is the unfortunate thing about this, is that I don't remember if I followed him, because I think I was just in a trying to fall asleep state um but he is an older gentleman right i would say like mid 50s um he didn't look that old to me okay late 40s maybe mid 40s uh i feel like he was wearing a hawaiian shirt and he was so happy to be like hanging out with the X on the Beach stars. Yeah, he was at like a promotional thing uh, like, or their rap party. The rap maybe? party, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. So it was lots of pictures with the cast members where he is like grinning ear to ear, and hey, they're looking guys. at him like, "There he is. There's the announcer guy. There's the guy that called me a big baby." <laughs> <laughs> Um, you're right. He did have a character arc because yeah. he even got more and more sassy as the as show, the went, show on. went on. Yeah, he was like, at one point someone was um, crying or something, or, or there was having some fights, and he was like, we don't really care what's going on with them. Let's go see what's going on with Corey and Taylor. Oh, he threw major league shade Yeah, at, at like, Polly and, uh, mm-hmm. and what's her name? What's her name? Lexi. Polly and Lexi. Yeah. Like, they were having a moment, and, and it was like, hey, we're checking in on these two. Oh, wait a minute. No, we won't. Yeah. They're boring. Let's check out what's going on over here. Yeah, that was a fun moment. It was, uh, I'll tell you, I didn't like him at first, and at, he started to make me laugh, and uh, he ended up being my my favorite character, and then confused the shit. It really scared me with that last little uh, piece of anything, but we did jump to the absolute end of this thing, but uh, what were your feelings uh, on, on, I guess, the series finale, and then the series... I thought the finale was fine. I didn't think that it was um, necessarily that exciting. I mean, it is hard to come off of the spit episode, which was a couple of episodes right. ago. And nothing was on X on the Beach has lived up to that since then. There was a fight on this finale, which um, Corey kind of went after Cam. Once again. But it was in the last five minutes. Oh, it was right before the announcer made his heel turn at the very end of this yeah. thing. No, it was odd. I mean, uh, and it was like almost like they weren't even going to. I mean, it, it, in my opinion, it sullied 
the show, that little last piece where Corey... I, you know what? I agree because it was either give it more time or don't include it. They couldn't. It was over. And also, um, no, I mean, like, give it more time on the show. Like, it could have had more, like, more airtime. It was just such a little blip right at the end. And you know what was so weird about this? And I'm having a lot of mixed feelings is that, you know, Taylor and Corey are such obvious villains, right? Especially after the spitting scene. Spe- you know, no one's pulling for Taylor. Everyone, it feels like the universe. It feels like God parted the clouds and came down and said, we're all going to hate Taylor, okay? Everybody hates Taylor. Everybody, FYI, we hate Taylor. And then this thing at the end, Cam is being like really shitty like Taylor's name tag was on the floor and he like stepped on it and and then he was like calling over her ex-boyfriends to see him stomping on her name and then Corey you know defended her um and it was then like lots of little interview segments with people being like come on Corey you're gonna attack Cam come on Corey you're gonna attack Cam the weakest guy in the house and it was like well yeah he should Cam was, has been a total asshole to Taylor this whole time. I would hope he would do something. I mean, I'm not a fan of physical violence, but like standing up for her is, I don't know, the bare minimum, I feel like, in this situation. Yeah, I didn't see any problem with it after it was explained on what was that. Because I didn't understand what was going on when it happened. It was a little convoluted. They showed a little bit of it. You heard a little bit of it. And then afterwards, outside to Taylor, Corey recapped the situation. Yeah. And it was I was able to sort of piece together what happened through that. But then again, that's a very biased recap. And I don't even know if he was there to see it he might have been told about it who knows exactly what happened but he basically Corey just went up behind uh what's, what's that dude's name cam? cam Ugh. can i you know what the, everyone on the internet thinks he is so attractive i do not he is he looks boring to me i don't find him watchable i don't find him interesting i, I i'm ready to lose him there was a lot of people on this uh season that i was like well we never need to see them again okay he was boring and honestly all this all this shit that he was talking and all the stirring up seemed to happen off camera this was my issue with this this non-storyline i guess there was i didn't un- why is cam upset with taylor yeah, why is Cam this happened so before. upset with he Taylor? He was the catalyst to why uh, of the the fight that ended with Taylor spitting on Alicia. Yeah, he was the catalyst for he that. He started I mean, that. not the not the the business between Alicia and Taylor, but there was like a back and forth between Cam and Taylor. The Cam Taylor, and Shanley. Cam was talking shit. There there was yeah. some shit talking that involved Cam with Taylor. And then that eventually turned into a fight with Alicia and Taylor, which ended with the spitting. But what's going on? I, we, I've talked about this before. Why are they disliking each other? I do they, not they've know. They've dated before? They hooked up before? They hooked up before. But even when he came on the show, he was like, hey, what's up? She's like, hey, nothing. Yeah, it, it seemed was weird. fine. It was, uh, it's weird. When he got there. It's weird. I understand why the other guys, Joe and uh, the other dude, were <laughs> yucking it up. Yeah. Because they were publicly embarrassed by Taylor on TV yet Andre again. Andre actually publicly embarrassed her. But that's a whole Twitter drama we don't need to get into. Um, I understand 
understand what you're saying, though. Yeah, what is Cam's deal here? What's his beef? Also, his three major, um, you know, what he what shows he's been on. He was on Are You the One, where he was a perfect match in the first week, and then he went to that house, and we didn't see him again. Then he was on Second Chances, where he was shitty to his girlfriend and like developed something with Shanley. And then he was on X on the Beach, where he's just kind of been a dud, dud. who's mean to people. Dudsville. I'm done with Cam. So I, I'd like to talk about everybody Dud. because I feel like um, usually I have an idea of someone going into a series and then I, I I pretty much stick to that idea for the entire season. This, I was all over the place. I did not like Angela. I did not like her. At all, at all. At all. I didn't like her. I was like, why is she, why did MTV cast her? But by the time she was shouting, I did everything for you to Tori, I was like, okay, she's bringing something. And then cut to the end. I'm like, I need more Angela on television. I'm excited she's in Final Reckoning. Well, I would say that Angela was volatile in the first few episodes with the fighting. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was mm-hmm. standing on chairs screaming at people. And not that she didn't get into it a little bit late, uh, towards the end of the season, but she got into it a lot less. Yeah, she calmed down. She was kind of scary in the first couple episodes. It might have been an editing thing, but could yeah. Have been editing. She definitely... Also, she could have been trying to stake her claim. She maybe didn't really know who her like maybe alliance of friends were, were going to be. Right. Then she started hitting it off with the majority of the women of the house. Right. So it wasn't like she had like hate for really anybody except it seemed like Alicia at some point. Because mm-hmm. um, there was like a Derek H backstory. Right, there's some backstory there. Uh, but other than that, it seemed like all of the ladies were pretty chill. She kind of chewed out one of one or two of like the um, exes that came in, men. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was a couple weird, boring guys that kind of came in <laughs> in the middle of the show <laughs> where she just did not like and kind of yeah. called weird yeah. and ostracized until they were voted out immediately, uh, you know, that episode. She yelled remember. at Shanley too. She yelled at Shanley for a little bit. But for the most part, I think everybody, oh, the, the girls were pretty chill on this show. I, I Interesting. Yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. I mean, there, some girls did not feel good. Right. Because there was the Shanley clique who, like, they did the mean girls, like... Uh, Who's the Shanley clique? Shanley was part of, like, the other girls who they were, like, sitting... Uh, I, it was like Taylor and Shanley started to get into an argument. And Taylor and uh, and Shanley and Victoria got into a fight because they were, like, sitting around talking about how Taylor, Victoria, and Angela oh, were, like, the mean girls. Right. And then you cut to Angela and Victoria and Taylor, and Victoria is, like, talking about Jasmine not wash, like, like not washing her hair or something. Or wearing the same dress <clears throat> Wearing the same the dress. Row. It was, like, a... There was, like... They just, like, found quickly a few times where they had, like, been, like, Mean Girls, capital M. Now, what's interesting about that, that you bring that up, because as soon as the finale aired, all of these cast members were uh, putting, where they were spilling tea all over the internet. Ooh. And I watched a little bit of Victoria's You know what? Tea. When you spill tea on yourself, it burns. That's right. And I watched a little bit of hers, and she said that that scene, they were talking about Alicia. They were talking about Alicia's white dress in that scene, and how she had worn it like multiple days in a row, which if that's true, that means editing went out of their way to like pin that on jasmine which seems very strange oh i was confused for a second just now as you were explaining it i thought you were correcting me no no yeah no. they definitely made it look like with jasmine that was supposed 100%. to be alicia yeah well that's oh, what that's what victoria that, says anyway oh, interesting very um, interesting not that it, that absolves the mean girls of anything no but, it's just, but at least it makes it where it's not like i didn't see them throwing any shade at jasmine the entire time right. and the fact that they're talking shit about jasmine right now out of nowhere felt means weird like, 
it really makes them seem a lot darker. So that was like an interesting choice on production where they were like, we're not going to, we're not going to do, we're not going to show who this is really about. We're going to make it about Jasmine. Well, because that would be that, <coughs> excuse me, guys, I'm sorry. I keep coughing. Um, that makes them more mean girls. Yeah. Uh, if they're just singling random people out, if they were just going to continue to talk shit about Alicia, it would just be more like, no, we all have, we all as a house agreed, we don't like her. Right. Pretty much. And so it wouldn't seem out of the ordinary for these three to be talking shit about this one person. Right. When if it was just some innocent bystander like Jasmine, who honestly didn't do anything to hurt anybody the entire season, but also didn't make any waves. It yeah. just seems way more out of the ordinary and way more mean girlish. It seems, yeah, it seems definitely mean girlish. Talking about Victoria, she was a big part of this finale. There was this whole Skylar Chase love triangle That was happening. tough. That that was, was tough. tough. That wrapped up in a tough way. And and I don't know. We Nick and I had trouble following this where we had to like pause it and rewind it a couple of times. We're like, wait a minute, what is happening? So Skylar got voted out of the house um by you know six of the people who were there, including her ex, Chase. But he apparently put in a note in her suitcase that was like, I love you. I didn't want this to happen. So she came back in the house thinking they were gonna get back together, but Chase has something going on with Victoria, which didn't seem real, right? No. Well, I think we really have a different view of it because in some of his interviews, Chase was kind of like, eh, this is cool for now, but I don't know about yeah. it, if it's real. But um, he was, you know, snuggling up, trying to sneak kisses, being, and she, and, and he let her on. I mean, she was so infatuated with this guy. Yeah. And you had to be a real dummy to not realize that. And he was sort of playing with hearts. And both of them, uh, both of these girls, chasing after chase my question for you is why why what is this guy bringing to the table is besides being on the bachelor yeah i mean i guess he's classically good looking but personality is everything folks let's not forget that yeah and it seems like he would like strike up like a real solid relationship with the men in the house and like just work out with them and like yeah that, he just that... seemed like a bro yeah, like he a was boring bro, bro. he's real bro um, and then Shanley and Victoria screamed at each other for a while. And then, um, I don't know that. What else about that? Oh, this whole ex on the beach wrapped up in a crush ceremony, which didn't matter because they're all going home. So it's like, what's the point of this? Romeo's like, it's your last time to tell your crush how you really feel. Yeah, It's just like, okay, you're leaving the house now. Uh, how do you actually feel? Declare, the house declare now. your feelings in front of everybody. You're leaving the house now. Is there anyone you'd like to hurt right before we leave? Uh, yeah. and so, you know, Victoria tried to give Chase her lay, um, and then he said, nah. He's I'm, like, keep that. I'm going to keep mine. Yeah. And that's how it's going to stay. Um, which, and she was like totally thrown, heartbroken, and it was honestly, she was kind of a mean girl, and, and really, I wasn't pulling for her, but like this was crushing. I felt bad for yeah, her. Yeah, it was just kind of, it made, yeah, it was, it was awkward. It was an awkward situation. Um, p other people who blew my mind on this show were the other person is Shanley could not stand Shanley on second chances. I thought when we were watching second chances, I was like Googling her behavior with the tag, like mental disorder. I was like trying to figure out what her deal was. Like, is she have borderline borderline personality disorder? Is she a narcissist? Cause she was so mean she to just her seemed, teammate. She just seemed rough around the edges. She like, was so mean to her teammate. She was that, that was like watching someone tear another person down every day. And maybe that was just editing because on X on the beach, I liked her. I was like, Oh, I like Shanley. I want to hang out with her. Yeah, Shanley was, she was, uh, she came off kind of very, like, nice and sort of, like, uh, 
po- super positive, like, because, like, uh, you know, Cam wasn't giving her anything throughout the entire season, and she still was like, you know what, I really know this is the guy for me. And, yeah. you know, kind of just being level-headed about things and also kind of, you know, not coming off like uh, like she didn't care. She felt like she really, she really wanted to be there to sort of strike up a relationship when some yeah. of these people kind of feel like they're trying to make a name of for themselves on the show as yeah. a star. She also didn't seem to be friends with Taylor, but still stuck up for Taylor. Stuck up for Taylor, and Taylor was not in her clique. You know yeah, what I Alicia mean? Yeah, Alicia was. It's, uh, yeah, she was uh, so much so that at the, uh, the last episode, I had forgot she was on the show. You know, that's the other thing, though. She didn't necessarily do much. She didn't get a ton of stage time. She didn't add any of the fun, at least from what I saw. Person I could get more from is Chelsko. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) I want more Chelsko. I really thought we were going to get an icon of Chelsko. We got no Chelsko in the last episode. Not really, yeah. She was just there being rejected by Chris in the ceremony. And same with Haley. Same with Haley, the other Chris rejected. Yeah. You know, and and Chris is just going to go and make his music, man. He's... He's he's going home single. He's gonna try that out for a while. So yeah. good on good on you, Chris. Don't know why you were on my show, but good on you, Chris. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I I just I feel like the finale left me with more questions than answers. Well, Tori and Angela they confessed their love to each other at this lace at this oh, uh, yeah. cut ceremony, or whatever intense. it's called. Uh, they. Uh, uh, they both they they basically said said their vows. It felt like a wedding. It did. Vow thing. I felt was, like we should be closing our eyes it, or something. It was it was odd, bizarre, and I didn't like it. Uh, Tori and Ta- Tori, Corey and Taylor. Are we calling them Tori or Kaylor? Kaylor. Um, clearly a match at the end. Yeah. So after this happened, you know, Taylor went on Instagram on an Insta story and said that she was, her and Corey had stayed together for six months after they wrapped up filming. They still love each other. They still care about each other. They left on good terms, but they did break up three weeks ago. And if, if my calculations are correct, and they usually aren't, that means they broke up when the spitting episode aired. Yikes, guys. Not to mention Taylor's got some pretty nefarious tweets in mm, her background. Yikes again, guys. Um, but neither Taylor nor Alicia are on Final Reckoning, as far as I can tell. Corey is, I think. Yes, oh, no, Corey he's is. totally in there. Yeah. I've seen him. Um, I don't, I, I'm all over the place with what's going on with these characters and whether or not they're going to come back. Uh, it seems like, because we watched uh, a couple episodes of a random-ass season of uh, the original X on the Beach UK. Yeah. And uh, it seems like this whole um, uh, franchise is built on bringing people back. So Yeah. So it's... maybe X on the Beach season two is just going to be Taylor and Corey and Alicia all over again. Oh, you better believe it. that that story is not over. Not over. Um, and I'm, I'm, I can't wait for it. I, to be honest, I'm, uh, I was very excited. Uh, most of the majority of these episodes, there was only a couple of clunkers. I got into it pretty quick, and I was excited. And uh, is there going to be a reunion? I, I don't think so. Okay. I think it's like X. I think it's like um, Are You the One doesn't have a reunion. Yeah. You know. So but I they think... did have a follow up special once when uh, somebody had a baby. Oh really? Yeah, they did it after sweet. after I think the first season. What or maybe the second season because Devin was in in it. Either way, I mean, you know, we got into this on our Champs versus Stars Season 3 reunion recap where we were talking about how reunions don't really matter that much anymore because they're like going over things that have already been talked about on social media. And so it's like hard to keep reunions as um, sort of big gossip busters where like stuff is coming out of the right, woodwork. Because right. anything that's been... Um, 
needing to come out of the woodwork has already come out. I know. And so you have to do weird Twitter. You have to refer to the first time it came out on yeah. Twitter and it m- messes up an episode. All in all, I'm excited to welcome X on the Beach into the canon of it's MTV here. shows it's that here. I can't stop watching. Congratulations, guys. You deserve it. Yeah. Uh, next, we also got to finish up uh, Jersey Shore. Fantastic season, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Boy, I, I really loved it. You know, I was talking uh, to my sister. Uh, me and Ashley went and visited um, New um, Jersey. My mom and my sister and my grandma and we uh, went to the shore and uh uh we rented the jersey shore and uh i was talking to my sister about it and uh, she kind of said she was a little bored by by this season she wasn't she said Polly was fun to watch but it was kind of boring and i just looked at her and i said you don't know she's you, you told her she's too young she's too young all right you don't know yet sometimes it's just about eating that meal sometimes it's just about hugging fetty sometimes it's just about funfetti Fafetti. 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 Sometimes it's just about giving a another sort of therapy talk down to one of your uh, castmates <laughs> on these things. You know, it can't all be partying. It can't all be arguing. Uh, but it has to. Some of it definitely has to be that. Or you gotta or the, have a or, little bit of. Or it. the other shit is boring. And yeah. guess what? There was definitely that. Great balance. On, Great balance. On specifically this finale. Yes. Also, the, now that you brought your sister up, let's tell the uh, well, listeners. Well, guys, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it yet. But uh, we can tease them I with mean, it. We can tease them. They may be filming uh, uh, a scene from the Jersey Shore for, for Jersey Shore's next season, whatever the subtitle may be. Um, in an establishment that my sister works at, and so, she may be interacting with the cast we, we don't, because we, she's already. Who, know, who knows? We don't know. We okay, don't okay, know. It's okay. supposed to happen. Um, it it will have happened by the time we talk to you next. So yeah. guys, hopefully we have a fun story. And if it's really Ooh, fun, and my sister wait. agrees to it, maybe we'll call her up and we'll talk to her about it. But, yeah, it's gonna be good. I uh, gotta know what it's like. I uh, gotta know what it's like. Anyway, so uh, this show though, how did you feel about the how they wrap this this thing up? I did. I like the whole last dinner premise. I like yeah. the um last I, they, they they the last supper. Right? Yeah. Is that what they were mm-hmm. trying to do? Okay. I enjoyed that. I I felt like all the loose ends were tied. Um, and they, they went out with a bang with Polly, um, DJing at 11. Yeah. His stalker popped up, His which was like a fun up. throwback. That was fun. Um, you know, I, I didn't like how much these past few episodes, um, Wow has been kind of a shit stirrer. Yeah. Um, I don't like that she was outing Mike over and over again, you know, being like, Mike thinks you need to go to rehab, you know, saying that at the dinner table and then, and then Ron's spiral at that dinner table. That was hard to watch. It was pretty rough, guys. At one point, you see Polly like under the table. He literally crawled under the table. And I was like, you're all of us. Yeah. <laughs> it was tough. I mean, it, there seems to be a lot of uh, hidden and not-so-hidden animosity between the Sitch and Ronnie. And uh, hidden and not-so-hidden animosity between the Sitch and Wow. Yeah, why? Well, it seems to have happened all over the proposal ring debacle that's, that uh, panned out in the past few, uh, past few episodes. She really helped him out by helping him get his ring and then helping him prepare for it and talking to him about it. And she just do- did not feel as though she was... Um, appreciated. Appreciated enough. Yeah, that's Enough. like, come on, you don't do things for your loved ones so that you get appreciated. You do them because you care for them. Yeah. Uh, and so she said some shit uh, at the dinner table, kind of set everybody off. And Ronnie really laid into the situation. I Ronnie mean, he was, spiraled. He, he was going crazy and, and, and not spiraled in the good way that they all talk about, which is when they all get drunk and they call it spiraling. Yeah, spiraling like in, in the way that most of our families do at a holiday dinner is where someone is digging up the past. Yeah, and uh, Ronnie 
Ronnie really let uh, the sitch have it, bringing up his legal issues once Ooh. again. I mean, it he was said it was your a ref- life's a mess. Yeah, and he your partying my- got your partying got uh, got involved in your life. It got in the way of your life. Not me, man. I'm able to take care of my kid. I'm able to take care of my girlfriend's kid and my girlfriend. It's like your kid isn't born yet. Yeah. Uh, you never mention your girlfriend kid ever, and all you talk about is how your issues with your girlfriend at the time, and that you don't think that you want to be in a relationship with her. Oh. I, it, it didn't seem like maybe the rock that you needed to lean on right. in this argument. It did seem like you were having a total meltdown. Yeah. And then he was like, I do need to go to rehab, but my rehab's different than your rehab. And it's like, all rehab's the same. Yeah. Buddy. Uh, the situation is like, it's all it's all rehab, man. What are you, what are you yeah. talking about? It was odd. But you know what? They, they immediately, like families do, uh, you know, who get real angry at each other. Uh, you know, it's nice. They immediately patch things up. They, I like how when the situation went outside to talk to Ronnie, um, he was like, Hey, listen, um, I just want to, I want to apologize. And Ronnie's like, I apologize too. Like he couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't uh, say, I also apologize faster. Yeah. They want to be on good terms. They want to be on good other. terms with each other. And, and really the, the issue seemed to be that Ronnie seemed to have called the situation at some point mm-hmm. in a time of need and told him may, he may or may not have told him that he needed rehab, but he definitely needed some guidance from a almost three year sober situation. Yeah. And the situation said that he'd help him out. And apparently, Apparently the situation should not have brought that up. Apparently he broke a code. He broke the code, and I think he kind of did. Um, I understand. Ronnie was saying it's basically like I'm calling my sponsor, and he's yeah. talking. And it's like, well, Ronnie, that's not what it's like. You should probably seek you should extra get help and get an actual sponsor. But yeah. still, uh, broke code, friend code, and really people code. The situation probably shouldn't have gone there. Right. So for me, um, my arc with this season has been I'm not I'm pretty new to the Jersey Shore cast. We've gone back and watched some old eps and some old seasons, but I wasn't watching it in real time like you. Yeah. So I was being exposed to these people for the first time. And I will say that my biggest 180 that I've done um, on this season was with Vinny. I started off really liking Vinny at the beginning of this season. And by the end of it, I was just like not a fan he seems to me and this is a bold label to put on someone the keto guido yeah the keto guido he seems to have some like bitterness towards women going on uh you never want to hear that from ashley brooke roberts (laughs) i'll tell you that it is tough to get on the other side of that when you hear that from old abr over here you know uh, uh, a lot of good men have gone down this way. Yeah, I've taken them down. <laughs> um, they they went through, the cast went through and they said all of their favorite moments, you know, at this Last Supper. And his favorite moment was when he poured a bottle of champagne on a girl's head. And they kept, they showed us the scene and he, the, the vitriol in his face as he is... Uh, pouring this in, in an aggressive way on this girl, and, and for that to be his his favorite moment when he, you know, like publicly yeah, when they dumped shamed, that bottle of champagne on that broad's head. Oh, yeah, I wasn't into it. And everybody cheered when he said that. Yeah, and Dina was like, and I know that he really loves me. And I was like, Dina, just because he is taking whatever situation you're in as an opportunity to shame a woman in public doesn't mean he loves you. Listen, women, if- we. Have have to not take men being mean to other women as a sign that they love us. This is perpetuating a patriarchal society, okay? Listen, as an Italian male from New Jersey, let me tell you that it is one of the highest honors for a man to pour champagne on a woman's head after she defiles a woman that he respects very much. <laughs> you know, this is fun watching that you do this. That is the Goomba's... <laughs> chivalry code 
Number two. It's fun because you, I can see on your face that you don't know what you're going to say next <laughs> and that you're using this voice. to. You're talking slow with this voice as if the character talks slow, but it's really you just looking for the next word. But it works because those guys talk like it. I just, guys, I just saw Gotti. I know yeah. exactly how to do all this Nick's stuff. Nick's favorite movie. Gotti is the greatest movie known to man. Please, Travolta needs uh, something. He needs a, a Golden Globe, an Oscar, a Razzie. Uh, he needs the EGOT for this role. But I think just wrapping up the Jersey Shore, I think that my favorite person this season has been Mike. I really yeah. enjoy him. Um, he, you know, he just seems like a big old dummy, and it's fun to watch with a heart of gold. Heart a of goofy gold. guy with a heart of gold. Provided the most laughs with the food. Yeah. I love the food runner. I hope it never goes away. I hope he never gets skinny. I hope that... I like uh, how sometimes they would, the camera would cut to him. He's just looking off into the distance, yeah. you know, clearly not paying attention to what's going on. Funfetti? Funfetti. Uh, and honestly, Pauly D, he's been the rock. He's oh, been our well, rock. Yeah, I mean, he's the through line. Yeah, he, he's incredible. He's, he's an incredible man. He's the foundation man. of the show. Incredible, incredible man. I would read his, you know, manif- I would read all of their books, actually. I was about to say I would read his manifesto. I'd read all of them. Yeah. Maybe not Vinny's. Ooh, what? Vinny turned me off. Interesting. It Vinny's manifesto interesting. would probably be interesting to read, I think. It would just be about his mom serving him. My mom. <laughs> Uncle Dean. <laughs> um, uh, all right, guys. Well, that was the show. Uh, please, if you haven't already, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can listen to us uh, where any podcasts are served. Uh, and uh, we talked about this earlier, I think. But please, give us a nice five-star review. Rate and review. Find us on Twitter at RealityBlowsPod. You can email us at RealityBlowsPodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts, and you can find Nick on Instagram at Nick Maritato. That's M A R I T A T O. You got that right, Ashley Brooke Roberts, and we will be back on Tuesday night slash Wednesday morning to talk about the reunion of Champs vs. Stars season three. It's not a. F- did we do this already? We already did that. <laughs> 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 we already did that. Oh, we're off this Wednesday. I my think. My God, we're we're there's gonna not recap. a double. There's not a double reunion. Listen, it's not guys, a two parter. We're gonna recap whatever MTV plays at 10 p.m. <laughs> this Tuesday. Um, and as always, may the lines that Romeo speaks be disjointed and a voiceover done in order to give it some coherence. Long live Torco. <laughs> what is it? Tori? Chelsky? T- Telco? <laughs> Torkel. Torkel? I don't know. I think I might have died. Torelco? <laughs> <laughs>